0: You're listening to episode 54 of the Purpose Gathering podcast. I am so excited to get into today's conversation with you. I want to share with you five things that I wish I would have embraced as a new mom. Now, these are all things I knew, but knowing and embracing are very different. And so I want to dive deeper today with you and let you know some of the really hard lessons that I had to learn as a new mom and hope that you can take some of these lessons that I've learned and apply them to your own life and maybe avoid some of these mistakes. Now, even if you're not a new mom, I still feel like you will find value in today's episode because it really is applicable to any mom. So if you're ready, let's jump right in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to maximize your productivity and find peace in motherhood and business. That way you can have time for the things that really matter, like binging your favorite show and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you right now. I absolutely love holding space, showing up for you in a real authentic way And gosh, I just wish I could reach through the mic right now and give you a big hug and just say how grateful I am to have you as a listener. Now, if today is your first episode and you have never heard from me before, I want to say welcome and thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to hang out with me. My name is Ashley Freehan. I am the founder of The Purpose Gathering which is an online community that is here to support service-based mompreneurs. And I want to help you mamas who are trading time for money. And I want to help you grow a business without sacrificing your family or your sanity. Because I think as a mompreneur, it is so difficult. We have so much going on in our lives, right? So many balls in the air, so many different things that we are juggling. And so here at the Purpose Gathering, it is my heart and mission to really be able to provide support, empowerment, education, and just to let you know that you are not alone on this journey. In addition to this weekly podcast, I am now offering one-on-one coaching sessions, and these sessions are deep dive, 90-minute sessions where I can become totally immersed in your life, totally immersed in your business, and these are perfect for you if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're trying to grow your business, and you're also trying to be a great wife and a great mom and a great friend, and you just are feeling stuck or unclear about how to juggle everything. Maybe you're wondering, what are my next steps, Ashley? Where do I even go from here? And I would love to be able to help you figure out the flow that works best for you and your family. So if you're interested in learning more about these sessions and if they're right for you, I would love to set up some time to chat on the phone and really get to know more about what it is that you're struggling with. And you can definitely connect with me by visiting the link in the show notes or by sending me a DM over on Instagram. And today's topic is so close to home and so close to my heart Because these are all the things that I struggled with as a new mom. These are things that I still currently struggle with as a mom. I've just gotten a little bit better at recognizing these pitfalls and kind of course correcting a little bit sooner. But I think that it's going to leave you today feeling extremely encouraged to know that you're not the only one that deals with this. And also to give you just a safe place to be able to connect and to plug in with someone else who understands exactly where you are right now. Okay, so let's talk about the first thing that I wish I would have embraced as a new mom, and that is lowering my expectations. And again, I mentioned this in the intro, but these are all things that I knew, and as I go through these, you guys are probably going to recognize them as well. And you're going to say, you know what? I knew that going into motherhood, right? And maybe you're listening right now and you're not a new mom and you just came across this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant and this is perfect. I need to know what, do, what should I expect? And so this is going to be really great for you. But I also want you to know that there's a huge difference between knowing something and then actually embracing it and actually taking action on it and actually following through. So let's talk about lowering your expectations. I think when I first became a mom, I thought things would be different, right? But I didn't really realize how different they were going to be. I didn't realize how dramatically my life was about to change. And so I think if I would have embraced this idea of my expectations and shifting them a little bit and lowering them quite a bit, I would have felt more at peace. I would have felt like I was doing a better job, right? And I think a lot of times when we enter into motherhood, we feel like we're doing something wrong, right? Because we have this little baby, or maybe you have multiple kids and you're a new mom again, right? So you have a new baby, but you also have another baby who's a little older running around. And you feel like, gosh, I should be able to do all the things that I used to do. But what I want you guys to really embrace is that becoming a mom changes everything you learn and you grow in so many different ways as a mom. And you the biggest way that I think you grow is that like, you're no longer responsible for just yourself anymore. You have another responsibility, you have a child who needs so much attention from you. And that can be extremely exhausting. But it can also feel very mentally draining, because now you're not able to do all the things you used to do. Things take longer, you have a lot less energy, You might be sleep deprived, right? Especially at the beginning when your baby is not sleeping through the night. And also just getting out the door, it takes so much longer. I also want you to think about like your household chores and all the things that you used to be able to stay on top of. Things are going to look different now, right? And so I think it's so important that you remember that parenthood is hard, being a mom is so hard and it's selfless, right? Like we have to. It's almost like we're forced to be selfless, right? And we're going to get to that in a few in a few minutes. But I want you to think about lowering those expectations, changing your expectations and viewing what you can do in a different light. So instead of focusing so much on what you can't do anymore and focusing on what things that are super hard now, I want you to just think about How can I shift this into a positive light, right? How can I change my expectations just a little bit to know that it's okay that I'm moving slower? It's okay that I don't have the same amount of energy that I used to have. And so I want you to really embrace that idea of lowering your expectations. Okay, the second thing I wish I would have embraced as a new mom is to not forget to prioritize myself. And I just touched on that briefly, but I think it's so important that when you enter into motherhood, you don't take this kind of idea of being a selfless person now to mean that you should totally neglect what you need. And I think a lot of times when we become new moms, we feel like we have to give everything to our baby, right? We have to give everything to our child. We we owe it to them. We're their mom. That's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. But I see so many mamas struggling right now because they're pouring everything into everybody else and they're not prioritizing themselves. And I want you to ask yourself this question. If you don't prioritize your self-care, who else is going to do it? the answer is no one. No one can prioritize your self-care, only you. And so I want you to be thinking about what does that mean for you? Because everyone listening right now has a different level of what that looks like for them. So I want you to ask yourself, what does it look like to prioritize myself? For me, when I was a new mom, that meant eating. I think a lot of moms joke like, Once you have kids, like you never have a hot meal again because your food gets cold by the time you actually have time to eat it. But I want to challenge those beliefs. I want you guys to think through this. Why, why can't you have a hot meal? Why can't you take the time that you need for yourself, right? Yeah, of course your baby needs you, but you can also take care of yourself at the same time. I've mentioned this in a few of the other episodes that I have out, but I think it's something that's so important. And the more repetition, the more that you hear things, the deeper the information will resonate with you. So let me repeat myself again for all of those mamas out there that need to hear this. You do not need to be alone to have self-care. And I think... This is such a common misconception. A lot of people don't believe they can take care of themselves when their kids are around. And I think it's absolutely crucial that you show your kids what it looks like to take care of yourself when they're around. If we just give in to every demand and every whine and every cry and every mommy, 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 I need you. Our kids are not learning what it looks like to take care of themselves. And so we have to go first. We have to model that. And so that could mean, you know, putting your baby in the swing so you can eat, right? Or getting the breast friend and letting your baby nurse while you eat to the side of them so you don't drop hot food on their face, I mean there's so many different things that I think we can do as moms, but we play that martyr mom card a lot, and we think, Oh, well, my baby needs to eat, so I just I will have to go sit in another room and I can't be a part of the dinner table and and i I just have to tell you guys like. If that's you, I want you to step out of that mentality and I want you to say, what is it that I need for myself and advocate for it? I'm getting fired up over here. I want to just like jump ahead to the fourth point here, but I'm going to try to rein it in. But I think it's so important that you know what it is that you need and that you know what it is that you want and that you are the one that goes for it. I also think it's so important to know that it's okay to hire help to watch your baby. It's something that I wish I would have done. I felt like, well, we can't afford that. Like, that's why I'm staying home, right? I'm the one that's supposed to be taking care of our child. But I think especially in the beginning, hiring help to watch my baby so that I could do something for myself would have been a huge game changer. Even hiring someone to play with my toddler... For those of you that maybe have a toddler running around and you have a newborn baby or one on the way, this is perfect because you don't want to feel like you are not giving your toddler any attention because your baby is getting all the attention. So I think the idea of hiring someone could be so helpful. You could even start with friends. I know that there are so many of my friends who probably would have helped out, right? Had I asked. There are so many people that would be so willing to come and be a support for you. One thing I feel like I did really well when my children were really young was I took them with me everywhere, especially when I wanted to go out to dinner with my friends. I would take my baby with me. If I wanted to go shopping, they would come with me, right? It just became part of the package deal. Like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I enjoy. And you're my baby and you're coming with me, right? And also thinking about inviting friends over to your house. Yeah, you might be exhausted, but I think that a lot of moms really neglect community when they have new babies and they kind of pull away and they isolate. And then it makes motherhood so much more lonely. And so I want to talk more about this in a later point, but surrounding yourself with a group of people who are going to support you. Okay, let's talk about number three, what I wish I would have embraced is accepting and asking for help. So it kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want you guys to think about all those people who have reached out to you and said, let me know if you need anything. Let me know how I can help. I can't tell you how many people said that to me when I was a new mom and I just wrote it off as like, oh, they're just being nice right? And maybe they are, but hey, if they left an open-ended, let me know if you need help. Take advantage, ladies. They want to help you or they wouldn't have said it at all, right? And so I think what I would love for you guys to do is just think in your head what would be really nice and reach out to them and say something like, hey, it's so hard for me to ask for help, but it was so sweet of you to offer. And so I was wondering, were you really serious? Question mark, send, right? That's all you have to do. And if they're like, they're not gonna say no, I wasn't serious. So you open up the doorway, right? You ask them if they can come and help. And I think a lot of people wanna come help with your baby and that's great. I think you should let go of control a little bit, right? You should let go of the idea that you're the only one who can care for your child and let people help. Ask people to come and clean for you. I know it feels weird, but honestly, whatever you need, ask for it. I also want you to lean on others for support, especially your spouse. I think a lot of women underutilize their spouse because they feel bad. They're like, well, he works all day, right? And he comes home and he's tired and I don't want to ask for more. But he's the dad, right? This is part of the gig and he knew that going into this. So I think it's so important that you give your husbands the ability to help. And I think a lot of us put them in a box and we're like, oh, well, they just can't do this as good as I can. Well, teach them, right? Well, they don't know how to put the baby to sleep. Teach him. They don't know how to burp the baby. Teach him. I can't tell you how many friends I have that have told me they can't go out until after their kids are in bed because their husbands don't know how to put their kids to bed. And that statement floors me. I'm like, what? What? How does your husband not know how to put your kids to bed? They're five and eight. And well, he just sits on the couch and tells them to go to bed. And I'm like, teach him. (laughs) Do you guys see a thread here? I want you guys to take control of your family dynamic. Ask for your husband's help. And if he doesn't know how to help, teach him. I want you to also think about hiring a mother's helper to come help you out. What about hiring a house cleaner or someone to prep meals for you? I think there are so many things that a lot of us discount or dismiss or kind of throw to the wayside. And we're like, oh, that would be nice, but I can't afford that. Or that would be nice, but that's just not in the cards right now. Or that would be nice, but I should be able to handle everything. So I'm just not going to do that. But again, what is that? At what cost is that costing you? Is it your sanity? Is it your marriage? is it your happiness? None of that to me is worth it. I would rather sacrifice some other areas of my life to get the support and the help that I need. So let's talk about number four. I so wish that I would have embraced as a new mom just doing what worked for my family and not worrying about the right thing or what I should do or what I shouldn't do, because I feel like that held me back in a lot of ways. And I feel like that kind of made me irritated in a lot of ways and frustrated, but I want you to know that it doesn't matter what you decide to do as long as it's safe, of course, but works for your family. So whether you decide to co-sleep or you're going to put your baby in a crib, like that's your choice. Are you going to breastfeed your baby? Are you going to bottle feed your baby? Again, that's your choice. Are you going to use a pacifier? Are you going to let your child suck their thumb? Are you going to let them cry it out? It's your choice. I had so much mom guilt about so many things when I was a new mom. I just thought I had to do things the picture perfect way. It was awful, you guys. And I just don't want you guys to feel like you have to fit into a box. And I know a lot of moms talk about this and a lot of moms know this, like, don't, you know, take everyone's advice with a grain of salt, right? We've all heard that. We all know that. But do we embrace that? So I want to share a quick story with you guys. So when my first was born, Scarlett, we gave her a pacifier. After six weeks, she took to a bottle, but she was breastfeeding for the most part, except for when I was out at shoots and stuff like that. But right around nine months, I had another friend whose daughter, I guess, I don't know if she even ever had a pacifier, but I was kind of getting some pressure from my friend that maybe she was too old to have a pacifier at nine months and that I should probably try to break her of the habit at that point. And... I don't even know. Maybe she didn't even like clearly tell me that, but that is what I heard, right? I just clearly had this picture in my head one day that my daughter was nine months old and she was too old for a pacifier. And so we, cold turkey, took the pacifier away and never gave it back because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. I thought that's what I should do. And my life was hell for the next 10 months, No joke, literally. She, Scarlett did not sleep through the night until she was 16 months old. And it was a battle. It was a struggle. I had to rock her to sleep every single night. I would lay her down and she would wake up screaming. I had to tiptoe out of the room. I had to learn how to like Houdini myself out of the room without her even hearing the door latch shut. Like it was really stressful. And I know that a lot of you listening can relate. And I had a friend who was so close to me, and her kids never did wrong, right? Like, they were the perfect angelic kids. They did everything right. And I just remember comparing myself to her and my child to her children, and it was awful. And I wish that I would have embraced this idea of, gosh, the pacifier was working. It soothed her. It put her to bed. Why Why did I think that I needed to stop that? Right? And so I feel like I just want you guys to know that. Like, I want you to embrace the fact that you have to do what works for your family and you have to let everyone else's expectations go. And you have to focus on what works and what is the best for you guys. And the last and final thing that I want to mention to you guys today that I wish I really would have taken hold of and put into practice was being honest with my struggles. I think I tried to have this persona that I had it all together. I didn't want to go to other friends and let them know how much I was struggling. I didn't want to tell my spouse that I was lonely and that I wasn't expecting motherhood to be what it really was. I really hid a lot of how I was feeling because I was ashamed and because I felt like I should know better. I felt like I should be better. I felt like I should be capable of handling my emotions. So I think it's so important that you have a support system. And I want to go further and say a positive support system Like people around you that you feel like you can be yourself, that you feel like you're not being judged, that you can feel like you can open up about the silliest thing and they won't run the other way, right? Like they'll be there for you. And if you're looking for a place to plug in and feel heard and have accountability with other like-minded mamas who get what you're going through, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Purpose Gathering Collective. And the collective is an online monthly mastermind community. It's a membership community where you can go to learn and grow deeper and also to cultivate meaningful relationships and have people to hold you accountable. The collective is an exclusive membership that's only open once per quarter. And so we're actually going to be opening the doors again, March 15th and brand new accountability groups will be established each quarter. So it's a really great opportunity to be thinking about that right now because the doors are going to be opening very soon. So if you would like to get on our wait list to be reminded of when the doors open, you can do so by heading to the purposegathering.com slash mastermind. And you'll also be able to receive an exclusive bonus pricing for everyone that is on the list. But if you're listening to this episode right now and you're thinking... I need help right now. Like, I can't wait to join the collective. I really need support right now. Let's chat about a one-on-one strategy session that would be able to help you find clarity and gain those next steps for how to find purpose in your home and for how to find that peace that you've been looking for and that balance that all of us wish we could find. And I hate to use the word balance, but I feel like that resonates so much with people because there is kind of a balanced feeling. It might not be balanced where everything has the same amount of attention, but that balance of just feeling like you can take a deep breath and you can breathe and you can relax and you know that everything around you is being taken care of. I hope that you have found value in today's episode and leave feeling encouraged and inspired to go and take action. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram, tag me at The Purpose Gathering, and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And as always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. For more resources and to become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com resources. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave me a review on iTunes. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find the show. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl and I can't wait until next time.